Hi everyone. Um, well, I'm doing this voice note, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Voice spoken words. Yeah. God, what am I like? Spoken words, obviously. <laughs> That's what happens when you talk. Jeez. Oh, anyway, um, basically I've injured my arm, so it's really difficult to type. Like one one handed with your left hand is just not good. I'm find it really frustrating. Um, so I thought well, I'll do it this way, um, and that way it's easy and I can explain. So it's just a bit of a catch up really of what's gone on in the last few days. Um, I'm sure I did a a post with regards to the MRI. I think did I? Did I do a post? God, yeah, my memory's terrible. Um, anyway, so basically, on the 30th of January, today is is the early hours of the 3rd of February, I think, now. Yeah, anyway, so on the 30th of January, um, well, the day before, I had some, like, twinges of pain in my arm and bicep, in my shoulder and bicep. But it was only really like when I moved my arm, otherwise it was fine. Um, I would get sort of like a sharp pain that would kind of make us intake my breath quick, you know what I mean? That kind of kind of thing where you, you're like, you know, you're not expecting it, but you know what I mean? So, um, so that happened. Uh, went to sleep and everything. Woke up at, I don't know, four o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. I was in absolutely agony with my arm. It was like um, just the pain from my shoulder right down to my fingers. It, it, I can only describe it as like um, sort of a, like a, a crushing feeling. Um, and there was like a pulsating sort of thing that happened around it. So the pain sort of spread out. And that was happening kind of all day in my arm at various points, and it like so. I took some coding, which I don't normally use the coding because, like, I'm not really that keen on it. I don't like how it makes us feel, but I just I decided I was going to have to because the pain was so bad. So I took some coding that helped us. I managed to fall back asleep for a couple of hours. Woke up. Um, about nine when the carers came and um, explained to Leanne and Kelly that I just literally couldn't move my arm um, so Leanne phoned my doctor for us who um, was not much help at all which is pretty usual he um, just diagnosed that I had um, soft tissue damage over the phone, you know what I mean, kind of thing. Told us, told her to tell us to take painkillers. He then phoned me back to tell me exactly the same thing that he just told Leanne, which was like bizarre, but I don't know. Um, so they helped us get washed as best as I could, um, and I did take some painkillers it wasn't really helping um I was pretty miserable um 
and the I had a fast uh, a fast and blood test to do that morning, so the nurse was due out. Um, when she come, um, she obviously came out arm and that. There was nothing to look at in terms. There was no redness or swelling or anything like that. Um, but I literally could move my fingers and nothing else. And it was like it was sort of fixed to my side. It was, it was strange. Um, so she said, you know, a doctor needs to say this. So she phoned my doctor back, who still wasn't planning on coming. So he advised her to phone for an ambulance. So that I could go to A and E, which she did, um, and they arrived about two and a half hours later. Did orbs and stuff. I weren't happy because my uh, doctor didn't come out, which they thought that he should have. Which you know, um, so they did some orbs and everything. Gave me some morphine, which you know, obviously I know it, it's obviously lethal drug, you know what I mean, and it's only used in extreme circumstances, but um, it just, it makes you forget, it's, it's like, it, you just, I don't know, like the pain's still there, you just don't care, it's like, it's strange, um, and so, um, uh, they didn't have the right stretcher that I needed to get to the hospital, so another team came with the with the correct stretcher and then went to hospital um, I think it was about four o'clock about half four I think by the time we left here something like that um, about half past four I think it was anyway not, not that it really matters what time I suppose so I guess the hospital did some tests um, did my obs that I always do, took some bloods, because she said that the only, obviously that there was three options, it was sort of muscular, soft tissue type stuff, which, um, that something was broke, a bone, um, or there was a blood clot in my short, in my arm. So they did the bloods to make, to rule out the blood clot, and they did, um, an x-ray to rule out any break but I knew I couldn't have broke it because I hadn't done anything I mean you know I'm stuck on a bed so how can I do anything <laughs> and it was like I raised it up too quick or something and then it snapped <laughs> but um, no so uh, the um, so the well, then what happened so anyway I went for the the um x-ray which was horrific like they the, the ended up taking about 10 different pictures which in itself was like, you know went on forever it felt like it and the pain was horrible um, and the um, radiographer she kind of just yanked my arm out straight which like and you know, I ended up having sort of screamed at the time and was like, you know, the pain, and then was proper, like, full on snot 
snot crying, <laughs> which is just not attractive at all. <laughs> and then I was just sort of saying to myself, come on, girl, you're like 42-year-old, pull yourself together, you know what I mean? Like, this is just not good. <laughs> and plus, I knew I needed to calm down because, obviously, I think the more you focus on the pain, the more you, you the more upset and distressed you can get. So I kind of just try to do some breathing and try to keep myself calm. Um, but my God, I was glad when I was over. <laughs> um, so I went back to A and E, where my daughter was waiting for us, and um, the uh, nurse practitioner came back in and she said um, that they'd looked over the X-rays and my bloods and all of them would come back normal, which obviously is great, but it didn't explain why my arm was behaving the way it was, and it. I think it was just the fact that it was that I just couldn't move it, like that, you know, although it was painful and I couldn't move it, I couldn't move it anyway, like, like myself, if you know what I mean. And um, so it was a bit worrying for us, but it was just a case of she just was like, oh, well, we think it could be just your muscles cramping type of thing, but I swear I, I, I would, you know, rather do both of the childbirths of my children straight after each other then go through that and I know that might sound ridiculous but it's just I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's just I know this might sound daft but I don't know if it's like if I can understand why something's hurt like if I can understand what's wrong with it then maybe that makes it better I don't know does that sound ridiculous but yeah I understood that like I was going through labour so therefore yes I would have a pain well, I don't understand what I did to my shoulder or my, my shoulder bicep, I would say, for the, to do that. So, I don't know, maybe that's just a weird way of looking at it, but, you know. So, anyway, we she just said that I could go home, so I said to her, is there any chance that I could be weird? Because, I hadn't, as you know, that obviously I've been losing weight and I'm... Well, which is what this whole blog is about, I suppose, so kind of obvious, but um, I was wanting to find out what I'd lost because, like I said, I'd had so many troubles getting to the hospital that I hadn't been able to find out since August, which is, what, coming up for six months now? Yeah, so uh, anyway, um, I said, is there any chance? So she went and asked for us, but the bed manager said it wasn't a good enough reason um, to <laughs> well, I'm saying it wasn't a good enough reason to do that, but like, it, it like all I was going to use it for was like literally two seconds while I got weird and I'd be took back off. But I, whatever, I'm kind of used to not finding out, I suppose. So, um, moving on from that, we're just waited for the ambulance coming, which, to be honest, wasn't that long. Um, I think it was about half eight, eight, half eight. So I wasn't there very long at all, which is which is good, really, for me. It's normally, like, if I end up going in, I end up waiting six hours to come home type of thing, even after I've been discharged. But it wasn't too bad. So um, the ambulance come... And then I had to be moved from the hospital stretcher to the trolley. 
from the hospital bed to the trolley. To the ambulance stretcher. God, why do I always want to call it a trolley? It doesn't sound right. Anyway, um, so the pacified it is across. Um, but in the process of that, I have to roll slightly sideways, which, you know, affected my arm a lot. And the ambulance crew were like, they couldn't believe that they were sending us home in so much pain, but that's how it is. <laughs> um, so got home and I hadn't ate all day because I'd done that fasting blood test, so didn't I wasn't able to have any breakfast and whatever on the morning. And then obviously by because I went to the hospital, I didn't get any um, dinner or tea. Um, so I was starving and so I got my daughter to make us a bacon sandwich um, so I had a, a bacon sandwich and that which um, I think after all the cause I had three lots of morphine um, in the hospital I'd had like codeine in the middle of the night the night before type of thing and I'd had paracetamol, ibuprofen, and I'd had gas and air in the ambulance, so I did a lot of um, different drugs, I suppose, to try and help. And about, I think it was about an hour or so after I'd had the bait and sandwich, um, I started to feel a bit sick. Well, I wasn't sure if it was sick or if it was wind. So I tried some breathing exercise to see if I could shift it. And then I kind of thought to myself, that's not wind, I feel, you know, I'm, I'm going to be sick type of thing. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, I like pushed, because I got like a little table at the side of it, so I pushed the table out the way, just managed to shout Laura's name, but it was, and then literally spewed up, down myself, and all over the floor, and the side of my bed and everything. Um, and I haven't been sick for like years, you know, and I only think it was, you know, just the different drugs and things that it just had an effect on us and the fact that I had it all day and it's not really good taking brufen without anything on your stomach, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, so I had to get changed, which like affects my arm. I mean, you just feel like rotten anyway. Um, so, and then just went to sleep. The next day, on the 31st, um, it's my sister's birthday, so I wished her a happy birthday and stuff. And um, I had an appointment for the bariatric team at the hospital to see the consultant about the weight loss surgery um, at 3 o'clock, I think it was. Yeah, 3 o'clock. And... I was thinking to myself, oh, you know, ambulance are not going to come because, you know, that's what usually happens, blah, blah, blah. Or they come and they bring the wrong stretcher or whichever. So ambulance crew came at 20 past three. Well, my appointment was at three. However, um, I s- decided to ring the hospital to make sure that they could s- I would still be seen because otherwise it would be just daftness, you know, trips all the way there for nothing. So... 
phoned up, asked if they could still see us. They said that the clinic was on till five and that as long as I got there before that, then they would see us. So that was great. So anyway, um, the two ambulance men went and got the stretcher off their vehicle, but it was like a smaller stretcher that, that I don't normally use. Um, so if he'd have sort of left to go and get the other stretcher, it would have meant that I wouldn't have gotten to the hospital in time for the appointment. So he said, do you want to try it? Um, to see if like I could use it because obviously I am losing weight and stuff and I hadn't tried it in a long time. So I did and I got on it. So I was so chuffed just about that bit. <laughs> um, so I was so anyway, because of my shoulder, I wasn't able to get dressed or put a bra on, which, you know, when you've got boobs like Dumbo's lugs, it's not really good. Um, so uh, I had to just sort of, I had to lean like on my left side, um, so as not to hurt my shoulder, because it was the only way it was comfortable. So I was doing that, and then they strapped us all in, and I put a cover over, and it was freezing outside, but I don't know, with the pain between my shoulder and the fact that I was absolutely gobsmacked, I was able to get to the hospital for an appointment, because like after sort of six missed ones, I kind of was just thinking it was never going to happen, I suppose. Um, so I didn't really think anything of it. We got on the ambulance and everything, no problem, and... Um, anyway, when we come off the ambulance, oh my god, come off the ambulance and it's Sunland Royal where um, I go, the windows are reflective. So, <laughs> so as we're like, as the the stretcher turned us round, I could see my reflection, and then I did like a double take quick. <laughs> And then I was like horrified because <laughs> my boob was swinging in the wind. <laughs> just like, oh my god. Like, I couldn't believe it. It was just, I was just horrified. So I quickly, like, just put my arm down, scooped it up, and sort of tucked it down the side of it. <laughs> I just, I don't even re know how I didn't realise, like, because obviously it was cold, but I mean, it was cold anyway. But I don't know if it was just, it must have just been the fact that I was just so gobsmacked. I got there and the pain in my shoulder that I just, like, didn't realise it. I thought, oh my God. Like, the only thing I can think is, I did that thing, you know, the thing you do where, like, you look around to see if anyone noticed in that. And then I, no one seemed to be looking, so I kind of thought, no one, I think I got away with it. I really do. I kind of hope so. Christ. <laughs> It's just not what you do, is it? Jeez. Oh, but anyway, so goes in, went to see my consultant. Um, I, I expected to get weird, but unfortunately it didn't happen again because I didn't have a bed, nor did I have the skills that could be used. And I was a bit disappointed about that because, you know, obviously you need to know how you're doing and in any weight loss sort of thing it wasn't the worst thing and I do try and look at the positives now I mean I got I got out of the house which is a, is a positive 
the two ambulance drivers were um, really lovely, like really down to earth and friendly and, and like there was banter which I always like, you know, just a bit of a laugh and stuff and um, so that was good. So, you know, there was there was positives and obviously I'd still been seen and they'd still you know, I'd still got there. Um, which is a which is a positive and the consultant said to us that like obviously the weight loss surgery would be risky, which you know, more risky I suppose because of my size and all of that all of that stuff. However, I'm in a bit of a dilemma with it because I don't really know whether I want the surgery and I probably should have said this there and then but I was a bit scared that the just automatically took us off like took us off the waiting list took us off all of it I was going to say it's the only way I can get weird but actually clearly hasn't been because I'm not (laughs) but in terms of normally if you need to see a dietitian or you're trying to lose weight and you need somewhere to be weird you just go to your GP but that's not possible for me so um I don't know where I would stand with that and whether they would just be like, oh, well, no, this is for bariatric surgery only enough for people who's just wondering if they want it. Um, but the whole point of the surgery for me, or to me, is to help us lose weight, but I'm doing that already. And I, I guess it kind of comes down to what the scales say because I think if it came back where... I'd gained weight, which I can't see being possible because I know I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I'm monitoring my calories. I know that I haven't done anything wrong. I had a little bit extra at Christmas and on New Year's Eve, but other than that, I've, you know, I'm doing 1,800 calories. I, I, I can't see how I can't have. And plus, a lot of the time, you know, I look at myself and I'll think, oh, that looks, you know, look, that looks smaller kind of thing but then I sort of backtrack on myself because and then I go oh no oh you know you just feel like oh I feel bloated today or I feel fatter today or whatever so you and I think it's just that that nervous thing that I'm I'm just like I'm not really sure and I keep having this sort of dream where like I get weird and I'm like all chuffed and excited waiting to find out and then they go you've gained two pound and in just being so devastated or I have the opposite of that which is where I get weird and I've lost like one stone eight which one stone eight would put us under 30 stone and that's like a big <laughs> like a big milestone for us like if you know what I mean and then I have like an extreme of that where I've lost like four stone which means I would hit the 20 stone mark of loss like lost weight so you know, it's all over. I don't, I don't really know what to think. But the whole point of the weight loss surgery would be to help us lose weight. But I'm doing that. And yes, it would. I would lose it quicker. I suppose I would probably lose the rest of what I needed to in in a year <coughs> doing it that way. But this, like, I want to be able to say I did it myself. And I know that sounds thinking I'm not against weight loss surgery now. But like other people who I've spoke to, friends of mine and stuff, they're very adamant that's what they want. And 
if I felt like that, then I, I would totally understand. But I don't know. It's kind of like <clears throat> I'm, I'm not sure. And I know, yeah, I'm, I'm scared. Of course, I'm scared. Who wouldn't be? But I just, I think I, I've, I've, all my life, I, I, I've done things and I've never ever finished them. I've never sort of got to the you know the end the end line or the you know the the and I, I guess I just want to be able to say that I did it myself plus I've had people say it was oh oh you've lost 16 stone or um, when did you get your surgery and I'm like well I haven't had surgery and people just assume that I have because of my size that I'm that, that I have had it and when I say oh I haven't had surgery I've, I've done it on my own and like Oh wow! Like uh, quite t- taken aback, and I, and I and I admit that I actually do like that reaction. I like the fact that people are, are took aback by the fact that I, that I have got this far on, and I am really proud of that. I'm really proud of that, and uh, and I'm not I'm not saying that even if I chose having surgery, that doesn't make that a good thing. It does because you've chose the right thing to do for you in terms of to help you progress in whichever way you need to, you know what I mean? But I think my argument mostly is the fact that the whole reason for doing it was because I'd, I'd struggled my whole life. I've never, ever, ever stuck to a, I'm not going to say diet because I hate that word, but a healthy lifestyle choice. Like, I have never changed my life. Like, I've done this. Like, this has gone on for over a year, you know. I've done it before. I've done it for a couple of weeks. I've done it for you know, maybe a couple of months at one point, but never this long. And, but not only that, it's like how I feel in my mind. Like, I think, I, I think I feel like different about it. I, you know, I don't feel like, I, I was always an emotionally, uh, the, the food blocked out every single thing in my life, anything, that any little, from the littlest thing to the biggest thing, it blocked the whole, whole thing. I would just shovel food in in the in the place, you know, of it. And and though I've haven't had any major issues and I've had a lot of frustration and lows because of things that haven't happened or, you know, things that's going on with my family and whatever. But th- those kind of things would have turned us to food, you know what I mean? But I've never felt like like that's what's happened. I, I don't feel like that happens now. I don't think of it's not my first thought. It's not it's not not even my first thought. It was like a need. I, I used to have this absolute need to 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 block it out, I guess, to block the pain out and I don't feel like that now and like everything's just changed. I I want you know I'm not gonna sort of say that like I know I was depressed and I had massive anxieties and panic and all those sort of things and they are by no means like a light thing at all like not making light of it but and I know this might sound daft but I never never ever fought for myself before you know like I guess I just thought I didn't matter enough and now I'm like well I know I do and I want this different you know what I mean I I want this different so like all these setbacks is just frustrating 
I suppose, because I can't do anything about it, but I've just got to realise that you've got to let go of the things you can't do anything about and then focus on the things you can change and keep 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 fighting, which is what I want to do. And I guess um, that's, I suppose, what I have to do. And right now... I, I I think that I'm definitely more against having surgery. Um, and I know if I, and I and I think the when I do get weird that it will confirm that. Um, for us, if you know what I mean. So, so anyway, I've just been uh, going back to the, <laughs> the surgeon. He said um, that it was. Um, Obviously, it was risky and all that sort of thing. But then he said, even though we can't wear you, what we'll do is we'll put you forward for the endoscopy, which is where they check your stomach before you have surgery, um, uh, with a camera down your throat. Um, I've had it before. It's 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 um it's uncomfortable, but you know it's not it's not the worst thing in the world. So anyway, um. So he said, we'll put you forward for that. Um, and he said, what I'll do is I'll make sure there's a bed booked with the scales on so that you can get weighed before it. So I was like, OK, because I just, in my head, I kind of just thought, oh, well, I've, you know, I just, I can get weird. There you go. I'll just have an endoscopy to get weird and, and then I'll decide whether I want to go ahead with the surgery. Do you know what I mean? But I kind of have this feeling that, like, if you know the scale, if I've lost a couple of stone or whatever, then my instant reaction is going to be, well, now I'm doing this myself, so I don't want to waste people's time by, you know, having an endoscopy that I don't need. At the same time, I don't want to lose, like, being on, not on the list because I don't want to be on the list, but being in their radar sort of thing because I want to be able to keep track of how I'm doing obviously um, and and to know that I'm still doing the right thing because I think if that was the case then or if that changed I definitely would have the surgery because there's no way on earth that I, I would go back no way it just it's not a it's not an option like um so, so anyway, that was that, and I, I came out of there, sort of, you know, just not really sure, like, what was going to happen next, I suppose. Obviously, they, they would send the thing, but I think I need to say something. I think I need to sort of say, well, you know, don't really want the endoscopy because I'm not really sure if I want the surgery, but I don't really want to be taking off this because I don't know how else or how else I, I can get any support you know what I mean I, I'm not really sure how that goes and um, so I spoke to my district nurse today who wasn't very happy that I didn't get weird because she, she'd also spoken to the dietitian as part of the bariatric team who had said that that would happen. She explained the situation of not being able to stand, and so it. And I'd also done the same thing. So 
it should have happened, but, you know, it's one of them things, I'm not going to dwell on it, so, um, but she said she would try and speak to the same um, dietitian with regards to me getting weird and maybe not having the endoscopy dependent on the results of my weight because uh, I, I kind of think that I'm more against it than I am for it so anyway so anyway that, that that's sort of that up to date now um, as for my shoulder and arm um, I've managed to get to the point where I can move my elbow move my wrist move my hand but and I, and I can sort of hunch my shoulder and it doesn't really hurt it aches a bit and things um, until I roll and for some reason like I don't know that, that it's, uh, that's really sharp um, and it seems to be in my bicep and I don't know why um, and I literally can't move my arm from my side um, you know it's just it just doesn't go no matter how much effort I'm putting into it it just doesn't move and um, which is worrying us quite a lot as you can imagine and especially the fact that it's my right arm so everything I you know do is I'm right-handed so you know you, you don't realize how much you use things for like obviously as you know I'm by Ben so therefore I have to change pads and things and I normally do them myself because I can and um, but without my right hand it's become really difficult um, also like just eating like you, you don't even think about it you know like if you've got like a meal like and you I would hold the plate with my left and eat with my right use my right as to hold the fork type of thing and I've had to like balance the plate on my leg whilst using a bloody tea towel as a babe because <laughs> I don't have any other option and I mean don't get us wrong I, I was kind of just you know sitting crying at my brother because I was so frustrated um, yesterday well I suppose the day before yesterday and now because <laughs> um, because I just thought well, what you know how, what am I supposed to do like it's it's sort of it's took away the bit of independence I had, if you know what I mean, and like that. It's really hard, really hard. Like, um, but I can't just sit and cry about it the whole time because it just doesn't get us anywhere. So I need to be proactive, and so that's how I uh, spoke to my a district nurse. I tried to ring the physio because um, I did ring my doctor, who said I needed physio on my shoulder, on my arm. I tried to ring the physio myself directly, left her a message so that hopefully I could speed things up because, you know, <laughs> what else can I do? I'm, I'm keep moving it to try and I'm moving it as much as I can, um, even though it hurts and stuff because I don't want to seize completely and, um, you know, but like everything I used to do before, you know, like rolling and stuff. Like, I was really struggling to do that because I couldn't roll onto it at all. And then even when I was rolling that opposite direction, 
the fact that it wasn't supported, I had to like push my arm up to, to sort of support my shoulder and bicep so that it didn't hurt as much. But um, it, it's really weird. Um, uh, I just don't know what it is. And I, I, I think what I'm really worried about is it's this, the restrictiveness reminds us of my, my knee. So I'm kind of like, is it the same thing? Is it something similar? I don't know, but um, yeah, I just hope it keeps getting, I mean, it, it isn't as bad as it was, and it, I suppose there has been a little bit of improvement every day. Um, I think when, I don't understand why something's happened or what it is, I, it tends to bug me a lot, so, which isn't good. Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I think I've pretty much said everything, which, my God, I've said a lot. And I, um, see, I could never do a vlog of me because, like, if I did a vlog, like, I'd just be on there forever. <laughs> I never shut up. But, like, it's really bad. I know, even the um, ambulance plot noticed. <laughs> Not that anyone doesn't notice, like, but... Um, when he, he was putting the straps over on the um, stretcher, uh, he um, he said, oh, where's the one for our gob? You know what I mean? I was like, cheek. And he went, I went, you still want to chill it up, so it makes any difference. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Oh, I'm getting another MRI appointment for the 22nd of February. But what I'm also going to do is, because I managed to fit on a smallest stretcher I'm going to ask the ambulance service to redo an assessment that they did when I first came out of the hospital I did an assessment to see how they would get us from here to be and then obviously put in my note supposedly but anyone ever used it yet so but I thought if they came out and they brought like a more standard stretcher to find out that I could use them on the patient ambulance would make a massive difference to us getting into hospital for the appointments so fingers crossed, I'm going to ring them on Monday and um, sort that out and hopefully it'll be fine and it'll all work out great. <laughs> so yeah, so anyway, I hope um, what's happening in all of your worlds is, uh, is not as frustrating maybe as the word <laughs> and um, you're all having a great Day, life, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about now, I'm just waffling, probably because it's something like, I don't know, three o'clock in the morning, I'm always awake late, me, anyway, so I'll speak to you soon, and thanks for listening, bye.